Hi friends, I'm Gwen. And I'm Jacqueline. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me. The podcast where friends get together and talk about books. Today we thought we'd try something different. Yes, we'll share what we're currently reading, but then we want to share our standout books of the year so far, like our favorite books, and do a bit of a check-in with the goals that we set back in December. We also want to ask that if you listen and enjoy our podcast, you subscribe, share, and leave reviews. As our podcast grows, we'll be able to produce even better content for you to enjoy. All right, so I am currently reading The Girl Before by J.P. Delaney, which I picked up when you were here um, when we went book shopping last week at the book exchange. I'm less than 30 pages into it, so not very far. Um, I don't really have a full synopsis because when I read thrillers, I don't like to read the synopsis that much. Um, so all I really know is that it's told in dual POV, dual timeline, and it has a smart house. And I bought it, or I used store credit to acquisition the book um, because I've read two other books by J.P. Delaney, um, The Perfect Wife and Playing Nice, and I really enjoyed both of those. Nice. I, I've read Playing Nice and The Girl Before, so they're pretty good. I'm currently reading Monday's Not Coming by Tiffany D. Jackson. I'm actually currently reading like a couple different books, but that, this is the one I wanted to talk about today. I started it on audio a couple days ago when I was still at work, and so I think I'm at like 15% or something like that. Um, but it actually kind of reminds me of Pretty Little Liars. I don't know if you've ever watched that show, yes. but it's like, you know, the one girl is like missing and nobody knows really like what happened to her or whatever. Well, that's what happened with her friend Monday. She doesn't like show up to school and like they are really good friends. It's like it was, they came back from the summer or whatever. I guess they didn't mm -hmm. talk very much in the summer. And, you know, she's telling her parents, she's like, you know, I haven't heard from Monday. I haven't heard from Monday. And they're like, it's okay. Like, I'm sure like she's busy. She'll reach out. And so I think the synopsis is like, how does a girl go missing and no one realize or something like that. But I've heard that there's like some pretty big twists in it. So nice. I haven't gotten super far to know much about it. It's just like, at the beginning of knowing that yeah, Monday's missing. I have missing. heard that it's probably her best book to date, yeah. or at least in my little corner of the book world. That's what I have heard. Um, so I hope you really enjoy it. Yeah, I hope so. In our setting goals for 2021 episode, we mentioned a three-step process, which was to identify what your particular goal or goals are, setting yourself up for success, and tracking your progress. So today we're here to check in with our progress. This is like our check-in tracking progress, um, which we believe helps with the success of reaching your goals. So mm -hmm. I thought we should do a quick goal overview, um, but of course the episode is available if you wanna to listen to the whole entire episode, but I just thought we could review our goals and then that way we could check in and see how we're doing with each one. Yeah, so I actually had to go back to that episode and listen to it because I, <laughs> I couldn't remember exactly what I had said and I realized that I also changed not really a whole bunch it was just my initial how many books did I think I was going to read this year I had set it at 100 when we recorded the podcast but then after that after thinking about it I actually dropped it to 60 just because I knew that I was going to be going back to work full-time and being really busy. So, so far I've read 18 out of my 60 books. Um, so I'm like pretty much right on schedule and I'm currently reading a couple. So that will keep going along schedule, I'm pretty sure. And then in the episode, I said that I wanted to read 
more nonfiction memoirs. And out of the 18 books, I've already read five that were nonfiction memoirs. (laughs) That's crazy to me. I know, I know. So I'll have to, and I still have like tons on my list. So I cannot wait to get to those memoirs I was reorganizing my TBR kind of seeing if I wanted to get rid of any books like unhaul books or Mm -hmm. just like reorganizing my TBR Mm -hmm. and I have so many memoirs I'm like I'm like hoarding memoirs and not reading them so I kind of need to get on it and then I know that I mentioned reading more horror I haven't picked up any horror books yet this year and even one of the paranormal ones that I was like reading, I DNF'd at 50%. So I don't know. Maybe I just haven't found the right one. I just haven't been in the mood to really go down that route yet. Yeah. And then for, I wanted to read more diverse books. And out of the 18 books I've read, I've read three diverse books, which was pretty cool. I think I've been kind of making an effort and like seeking out instead of not, you know, really not paying looking attention. for it. Right, yeah. exactly. Like I'm trying to be more mindful. Um, like, Yes, thank you. Um, (laughs) And then I also said I wanted to keep up with my arcs, which I have been really trying to do that. There are a couple that I maybe didn't get to read or post my review until like maybe a couple days after that they were published. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've definitely been trying to keep up with that and making sure that I'm doing that in a timely manner. My NetGalley, I wanted to get to 100% and I did do that. So I am totally at 100% on NetGalley. Wow, is she gonna keep it that way? (laughs) Yeah, I actually... I actually looked today and there's nothing that I am interested in. I've just figured out that I am just not an ebook reader mm-hmm. and I really do not like the audiobooks on NetGalley because the last few were audiobooks and I do not like the app. It's terrible. I'm sorry. Aww. But um, so I'm not in gonna, the future. Yeah, I'd rather just not have the arc then Mm -hmm. get the arc from NetGalley and just hate Mm -hmm. all of the formats that I have to read or listen to it in so I would just much rather wait for the book to be published and have a physical copy of it like I'm sorry but that's how I feel so that's how my NetGalley is Um, I wanted to collab with more smaller channels and I have definitely done that with the Backlist Readathon and I have Romanceathon coming up which I have been I am collabing with a lot of small YouTubers for that so I'm really excited about that including me (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then for my numbers, I had mentioned on my main channel, I wanted to get to 15,000 and I am at a little over 12,000 right now. So that's going well. And then on my book channel, I wanted to hit 10,000 and I am at like 8,600 right now. So that's going well. I've been getting to uh, work with some sponsorships, which is really cool. Um, and then for things that weren't like YouTube related and reading related, the other goals that I mentioned, it's it was so funny going back to that episode and kind of listening because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to get my thyroid check. Like, I think that that's a problem. Well, I did get my thyroid check. That wasn't the problem. I found out that I have something called SIBO, which is like a small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And then also my doctor referred me to a fertility specialist, um, which is really great because I have procedures coming up and scheduled and And, um, you know, we got everything checked. And so that's something that I wasn't even really having on my list, but it just kind of fell into place, which is really cool. Okay, so some of the things that I talked about, um, I wanted to read 52 books, and I have completed that. I've read 61 books so far this year. Um, Some of those are shorter books. Some of those are poetry. Some of those are graphic novels. So they're not like full-length books, but they're still 61 books. Um, The horror genre, hmm, 
Yeah, I've failed that. But (laughs) I have a plan, and I'm going to talk to you about that in a minute. Um, The podcast, like my goals just in general, I think we're doing great. Um, I wanted to have like four book discussions, and we've had two, and we have planned the other two. So... Here's some information about that. So our next book discussion, One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston, will be on June 21st. So mark your calendars, pre-order it, get it early from your library. Um, It releases on June 1st, and we're talking about it on the 21st. And then our fourth and final book discussion of the year I have not announced this anywhere, so you're getting the scoop first, is the Final Girl Support Group by Grady Hendricks. And that will be our book discussion on October 25th. It is a horror book, so I wanted to save it for Halloween time. So help us achieve our podcast goals by subscribing to the podcast, sharing it with your friends and family, and leaving reviews. Now, my social media on my YouTube channel, I have gained 126 new subscribers on Instagram, I have gained exactly 100 new followers. And for the podcast, a little bit more than 3,000 new plays. So thank you. Thank you for helping me reach those milestones. Now, as far as like outside of like social media and stuff for a minute, I wanted to do some projects around the house. And I did have projects in mind, but a lot of them I have to rely on my husband for. And yeah, he we're not there yet, but we're getting closer. <laughs> so I haven't really made any headway on that. But soon I talked about wanting to cook more. And I have 100% succeeded. In fact, just the other day, I sent pa- pictures to Jacqueline where I made these Greek vegan nachos. They look so good. <laughs> They were so good. Like the flavors Mm -hmm. were amazing. Like I was like, you need to make these right now. (laughs) They are so good. Just thinking about them makes me hungry. Oh, they were just, just the flavors and like the crunch and like, oh, it was just so good and so fresh. It was like a good spring summer recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so good. All right. Now, I didn't really talk about this on that episode. But after that episode, I looked like further into what reading goals I wanted to accomplish. And I set myself a couple of goals. So I said, I really need to read some classics. So I'll read six classics this year. And so far, I have read two of six. Um, my book of the months, I've been subscribed since January 2018 so you can imagine that my books have been piling up um so so far I have read seven of 12 that you know I set my goal at um I also counted last like when I was looking back at last year's I was like man I read way more backlist titles. I hardly read any new releases. I was like, I really need to, when I'm excited about a book, I really want to read the book, you know, like when it releases, when the buzz is going Mm -hmm. on, so I can recommend it to people and be like, you need to pick this book up. So I wanted to make that a priority, but I didn't want to get crazy. So I just set my goal at 12, hoping that like I would shoot for the stars and do like 50, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I've completed that 12 of 12. Um, And then I looked at my bookshelf and I said, well, I don't want to ignore my backlist. So what are some books on here that right this second when I was looking at my bookshelf, what are seven backlist titles that I really still want to get to and I want to make a priority? So I picked seven books and I have read five of those seven. So I'm doing really good on those goals, I think. So Yeah, I, I agree. So are there any goals 
you're either no longer interested in working on or new ones you want to add? Um, I would say that there were new ones that I've added. Um, definitely one of those, and it's not reading related. Um, but one thing I'm doing is we we had this like really bad scam happen to us when we were moving. I don't know if I even talked about that here, but anyway, we lost a lot of money. And so one of my main goals became paying back this loan that we have now because of that money issue. Um, and so that kind of took over a large part of my life where I was like, well, gotta budget everything now. So like what happened was that um, our, like, you know how you have like a lawyer or a buying attorney or whatever it's called, like a house attorney that helps you? Well, someone was emailing us pretending to be them and sent us the the wiring information um, and it was the wrong one. So we ended up wiring our whole down payment of our house, $28,000. Yeah. Poof, just gone. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm kind of looking at it as a positive because I did get into like a cash envelope system and hardcore budgeting. And this is the first time in my life where I actually look forward to budgeting every month. Like normally I'm like, I feel like budgeting seems like, oh, you just can't ever buy anything. And I hate that because I want to be able to buy things. Whereas now, because I have specific like numbers of like, okay, this is my grocery budget. This is my spending budget. This is my, you know, whatever, clothing budget or whatever. And some of these things I put a little bit of money to each month so that way I can buy something that's expensive later on and I just love that it works really well for me and so I know that I've mentioned before on here like oh I don't buy books and stuff like that well I'm, I'm glad that like I kind of had that mentality because at <laughs> least I don't have to be like oh I literally can't buy any books this year yeah. um so yeah but I mean that's definitely a goal and then I didn't have the goal of like, I mean, I was working on my health in order to improve fertility, um, but my doctor, since they referred me to a really good fertility specialist, that just started kind of like moving along really quickly. And it just happened to be like, well, now I'm in the process of like, oh, I definitely want to get pregnant this year. Or like, that's like something I'm working towards this year. And that definitely kind of happened also because almost all of my sisters are pregnant. So I have four sisters and a sister-in-law and um, I have two, sorry, well, one just had a baby. So I have one sister that's pregnant, one sister that just had a baby and a sister-in-law that's pregnant. Not to mention all the other people I know. So just with all of that happening, that kind of like became another one of my goals this year that I didn't talk about at the beginning of the year because I really didn't know that that was going to be something that was really weighing on me again this year because I feel I like... I think you thought it was going to take a little bit longer with your thyroid, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I it did. didn't. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. So you're able to move on to other goals. We'll see what happens. We'll see because I will have to get procedures done and stuff. Um, so we'll just have to see what type of timeline that's on. <laughs> but, but what about you? But it's a goal. You? That's all it is. Yeah. So as far as my goals, I still think the ones that I set are obtainable, but I don't know if I will actually cross them off at the end of the year. And mm. at this moment, this day and time, I don't know if that's actually as important to me now as as it was then when I made the goals but we'll see what happens at the end of the year <laughs> yeah, yeah. so what goals do you need to focus on moving forward um, the thing that I want to focus on the most is with summer coming up I will have more time because like I won't be working full-time I only work during like the college timeline because that's where I work is at a college and something that happens is when I'm like so busy with working I'm 
trying to just get videos out for like content purposes like oh I need to get something out for my viewers to watch but they're not necessarily like my most hard worked on like creative or things that I like absolutely want to do because a lot of times like those especially with reading like oh I have Mm -hmm. so many like reading vlogs I want to do but I might not be able to get those done because, oh, I'm listening to a lot of audiobooks because that's the only thing I can do while I'm working. You know, it's hard for me to sit and read physical books. So it's like, oh, I got to push that off to the side or I don't have time to look up the the trends or the viral videos, you know, things like that. So I'm just like, okay, what can I do this week? Oh, I have all these books sitting here. Let me do a haul or let me do a reading vlog because this arc needs to get read, you know? (laughs) So I, my main focus is I cannot wait for summer so I can actually put like my time and creativity into the videos that I've been wanting to make all year long that I haven't been able to and I'm really looking forward to that because I just have like just really I mean they're not like super like just original ideas I just have (laughs) books that I want to read and I want Mm -hmm. to put them in specific videos and I haven't been able to do that I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm not working okay Mm -hmm. and here's the problem is either I have all these video ideas I want to do and I'm not in the mood to read those books Mm -hmm. or I'm in the mood to read one of those books but not like the two other books that are for the same video and or I'm just not in the mood to film but Mm -hmm. I'm in the mood for the book so it really is a little bit of a struggle like balancing you know with you working full-time running the book club full-time and everything else that you do as well with the podcast and you know just two booktube channel or booktube channel and our lifestyle channel just everything it's so hard to balance that but sometimes we just have to like I had this little kind of revelation yesterday I was like you know what I'm doing this for fun like literally I am not being paid for this so I need to just stop stressing myself out about it and just like do what I can when I can Mm -hmm. and there you go (laughs) so I know I go through like these spurts of like sometimes I mean and I always enjoy reading but sometimes like reading will feel almost like a chore and I won't feel excited about anything like there's just a time where I'm like I'm just I'm not in the mood for anything I'm not excited about anything and then it'll be like a week later and I'm like oh my gosh I'm so glad I'm a reader like I want to read like 30 books right now like all I want to do is sit down and do nothing but read and it's like oh like I wish that I could actually do that when I'm in that mood to pump out things that I need to but like you can't be that flexible when you have other things going on. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But So um, hopefully this summer, more creative video- videos from Jacqueline. Yeah, yeah, hope- <laughs> so I did talk about this earlier. I said that I wanted to explore the horror genre more. And, yeah, I like I said, I have failed. But I have a plan. And like we talked about in other contexts, when I make a plan, I feel empowered. I feel like there's nothing I can't accomplish. So if there's a problem and I'm actively working on it, I get in the zone. So here's my plan. Our friend Marcy, who loves horror and might be a guest on our podcast in the future. She probably totally is. <laughs> um, she always talks about her Nightworms box 
and then it struck me. I was like, I need to try this box out. <laughs> it's like the easiest way to try it, you know, because I feel like since I know nothing, mm -hmm. like I almost need something given to me yeah. that, you know, so it's like in my face, I have to do it. So um, Nightworms is a curated horror fiction book subscription service delivered to your door every month. They focus on indie horror as well as traditional mainstream horror books. So I went to their website the day that I had this idea and um, their May box was already sold out. And I was like, oh my goodness. Um, however, their June box went on sale today oh, nice. and I was able to secure my first ever box. Um, and they're already sold out of the June box. Oh my god! Literally, they said at like 8 a.m. No, what was it? Yeah, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I was at my computer at like, you know, like 10.58. I was yeah. like ready to hit that point. <laughs> and literally like four hours later, they sold out. Wow. So, yes, I secured my June box. And I'm not going to, I only purchased the one. Mm -hmm. And I'm only going to purchase one at a time. So I'll purchase the first one. If I have to read those books before I'm able to get another box. Mm, that's smart. So that way it does push me to actually read the books. And, and then if I don't like the subscription, like obviously, you know, that's a good time to cancel or whatever. But I wanted to tell you a little bit more about Nightworms. It's a co-owned um, book subscription service by two friends, Ashley and Sadie. And they started it on Halloween day in 2018. And they have since grown Nightworms into a culture and a brand. And if you use the code TAKE5 at checkout, you get $5 off of your first box, which honestly isn't much. It didn't even cover the cost of shipping, but I mean, $5 is better than nothing. So I thought I would let you guys know about that. So that's how I'm gonna like tackle my horror like thing. I'm gonna try these and I already know what the books are because they give you hints and it's like oh, pretty obvious because they tell you the oh, authors. Oh, I wish it was like kind of a mystery. <laughs> well, I think some months maybe are mm -hmm. and some aren't. I, like I said, I'm new to it. I don't really yeah. know, but they announced it and it's the new Josh Mallerman book. <gasps> Why didn't you tell me so I could order a box? Oh, I'm so jealous now. <laughs> and there's this other author but I don't know if you would actually like it because it's short stories it's like short mm -hmm. horror like both are and I was looking so I looked it up based off the hint that they gave me and it's like I don't know like I said I know nothing about horror yeah. and the box is really expensive but oh, okay. it's like the 13th book in a series. What? But I don't think you have to, have to read, read the series because it's like yeah. short stories or whatever. And then the other author that they have in there. So we're going to get two books. Mm -hmm. It's also like a short story thing. So okay. you'll really have to let me know how you like it, though, because I mean, yeah, the reason I don't. Them. Yeah, the reason I don't like subscribe to any of those book subscription services is because normally they give you a lot of like knickknack stuff and I'm like well, what do you and want me to do with knickknacks like <laughs> do they even say that they yeah. used to rep for a bunch of subscription box services mm -hmm. and they basically hated that that you got yeah. t-shirts that didn't fit or you never yeah. wore yeah. and like all of this stuff so what they do is they do books. like it's focused on the books but you get like a little goodie bag that comes with okay. it and I think Josh Mallerman like helped curate this goodie bag. Whoa, so I don't cool. know. I'm really excited. That is really exciting. But yeah, you have to let me know how because like maybe I could yeah. just get one like you're doing just to see yeah, how it is. Yeah, just get like whatever. one. Mm -hmm. Just to try um, out Yeah, so we're going to have their website linked in the notes of the show. Um, so you can check them out if you want to as well. 
But yeah, and I was like messaging Marcy. I was like, oh my gosh, I got my first box. And like, I was so excited. Thank you. All right, I know you like to give me a hard time about my star ratings. So we need to chat about that. So this year has been a very different reading year in terms of the genre of books I've been reading, the balance of old and new, and my star ratings. For starters, more of my friends migrated over to the story graph, finally, which is such a better place to track your reading for a variety of reasons, including, but not limited to, it being a Black-owned small business by a tech entrepreneur who was inspired by her own frustrations with Goodreads. So love that. They also allow quarter star, half half star, and three quarter star ratings. And so I have been giving out half stars this year for like the first time in forever. So that's a big change for me. And the story graph also has a place that you can add in trigger warnings. And I always try to include that in my reviews. If I like remember something or I try to take notes sometimes. Um, And I love to see that you can just add it right on. Mm -hmm. And so another big change I've been making is I have been writing many to mid length reviews for all the books I read. So I've read 61 books and I've written 61 reviews. <laughs> so that's huge for me. Did you not before? Um, no, not really. I would Aww. rate them. And if I had like quick thoughts, I would say like quick thoughts. But like this year I'm literally, and, and sometimes I would just wouldn't write anything at all. Like if I read a graphic novel, like I'm not going to write it. Or like the poetry would be like, oh, this was my favorite poem. Or, but yeah, I'm literally writing reviews all for all of my books now which I know people are like you didn't before and I'm like no I did not I didn't know that yeah I didn't know yeah that didn't write. and finally the most important one that you're probably so interested in Jacqueline <laughs> is I'm not giving a book five stars unless I'm like really 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 in love with it <laughs> with that being said I have only given and I say only because this is like huge for me eight of 61 books five stars this year and one was a comic and one was a reread so if you take those out only six of 61 books and yeah hardly anything so I mean lots of four stars lots of like I have a couple like 4.5 stars Mm -hmm. um but yeah only that's eight. That's yeah. crazy. I'm, I'm proud of myself. Last year you myself. were like, I've read 100 books and 99 of them were five stars. <laughs> True story. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. So how have things been going for you, Jacqueline, with that? Um, so I also switched over to the story graph this year. And I I update that and I still update Goodreads. Um, but I hosted my first readathon on the story graph, which that was, was so really cool. cool. Yeah, that worked I out so well. That. Yeah, I'm going to do that again for a romance-a-thon and if I ever have, like, other read-a-thons. But totally going to do that because it was just really nice for people to be able to, like, organize and keep track of which prompts they were putting what books to. It just worked out so well. Um, So I really loved that. For my star ratings... Um, I think that I've been focusing more on reading books that I think that I would like. So I haven't really branched out too much. I mean, I, actually, I've had a couple DNFs actually this year. I don't know. They I were definitely books it. that you're I thought I was going books to that you're like. Not them. Liking. Right? Yeah. I mean, I thought that I was gonna like them. Like I thought, like the project, it was you know cults or whatever. And then I actually just DNF'd the drowning kind at fifty <laughs> percent. 
And wow. and the project I DNF'd at like 70%. Like, what is up with this? But um, I actually had five five stars out of my 18 books and 10 four stars. Wow. So you're reading yeah. like amazing stuff. Yeah, I That's actually awesome. am. Like, I've been reading a lot of, I either have been reading like really good thrillers or also the memoirs. I mean, those, mm-hmm. I haven't given like any memoir below like four stars. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. Good. So, um, yeah. So that's been really, really great that I haven't had like super low, low stars. But I also, so the thing also is that when I read very popular books, like you know how you were like, oh, I want to read like more new releases. Mm-hmm. If I am only reading new releases and it's just because they're popular and not because I think that they're for me, that's a lot of times when it's like hyped. And then I'm like, this isn't for me. Like, I am such an unpopular opinion. And so I haven't been doing that this year. I've been trying to only pick the ones that obviously I think I'm going to like and not just because everyone's raving about them. And see, that I have that same problem too. And I I think I have the had the opposite, like, thought process Mm -hmm. is I have the same problem with hype. And what happens is, is I'll be really excited about a book mm-hmm. and then a lot of people will read it and I and I have it. I went out and bought it on a release day or whatever mm-hmm. and I have it, but it's been sitting on my shelf because I've been reading other things and then I start hearing negative things about it, you know, yeah. or I'll hear hype about it Yeah. and then it scares me to read it. Yeah. Like I don't want to <laughs> read it anymore. I'm like, yeah. well, the hype has got me and now I feel like my expectations are too high mm-hmm. um, and we are going to do an episode all about book hype. So stay tuned for that in the future but I also if I start hearing those negative reviews I put it off even longer Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh I don't know like so then it just sits on my shelf unread but then I don't get rid of it because I'm like oh but I was excited about it and I paid full price for it you know (laughs) so yeah so that's why I kind of do want to read new releases like before I hear tons of people talking about them positive or negative so Mm. I'm not swayed one way or another I just want to read books and and like form my own genuine thoughts and feelings about it all right so we're gonna jump into some of our favorites of the year these are like the ones that we rated five stars I think (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. So the first one I want to talk to you about, I read in January and I picked it up randomly and it is Since We Fell by Dennis Lehan. It was released in 2017. Mm. Um, I had like a book of the month copy that I actually got from the book exchange like a while ago. Um, So this one follows Rachel Childs, a former journalist who after an on-air mental breakdown now lives as a virtual shut-in. In all other respects, however, she enjoys an ideal life with an ideal husband until a chance encounter on a rainy afternoon causes that ideal life to fray. And I don't want to say anything else because I didn't know. I think that, you know, the, the hype must have been back in 2017 and I totally missed it because mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about this book, mm-hmm. like at all. I've, I've never heard anybody talk about it, like ever. Yeah. And it is so <laughs> good and when I picked it up obviously not knowing anything I was like okay like let's see and the writing immediately drew me in and what I loved about it is you start reading it and you think you're reading one thing Mm -hmm. and it is that but it like kind of starts morphing and changing and the story goes in a toe like if I read like the first like five chapters and then I was to pitch you the book and like tell you what it was about 
what ends up happening at the end is totally not that at all. So I don't know. It was just, it was so good. The writing was good. The characters were good. The reveals were good. Like I... And I hadn't had any five stars up into then. And I was like so proud of myself. I was like, I'm not going to have one five stars this year. You watch that. (laughs) And when I read that book, I was like, holy crap. I have to give this book five stars. Oh, amazing. Like so freaking good. But doesn't that make you feel better that like that five star is like a true five star? Oh, and see that's, it's so funny because (laughs) when I read a book now, like my husband knows, because he knows this is like a little thing between us. And he'll be like, was it five stars? And he already knows. If I'm not jumping up and down and like telling him about the book, I'm like, oh my God, let me tell you about this book. And oh my gosh. Then he's like, yeah, it's a four stars. (laughs) If you're asking me, it's definitely not a five. (laughs) But sometimes I get stuck and I'm like, well, it's kind of a five. Like maybe it's a five. And he's like, no, if you're not jumping up and down, like, oh my God. It's a 4.5 then. Yeah, it's a (laughs) 4.5 or a four. Like it's not a five one. But this one he was like, okay. Okay. He's like, I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll allow it. Um, The next one. This is one that I do remember. I was like jumping up and down, telling my... And he just looked at me. He's like, five stars, right? (laughs) Yeah. So this is The Push by Ashley Aldrain. And guys, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how good this book is. Again, it was a new release. It was a 2021 release. And I read it like when it first came out it is a tense page turning psychological drama not a thriller a drama about the making and breaking of a family and a woman whose experience of motherhood is nothing at all what she hoped for and everything she feared again I don't want to say anything else but it really has a lot to do with this couple and it's really about the woman and just motherhood Does she want to have a kid? Does she not want to have a kid? And, you know, her fears, like, why doesn't she want to have a kid? And just kind of everything. Mm -hmm. And it was weird because when I was reading it, um, there were times that I was like, oof, this is, this is hard to read about, man. Mm-hmm. Oof, I don't know if I can do it. But man, oh, it was so worth it. It was so worth it. And the whole time I'm reading it, like I basically start off like I give in my head, I guess. I'm like three stars. Any book, three stars. It's going to, it's some things are going to be good. Some things are going to be bad, you know. But then as I start reading, I'm like, ooh, it's kind of bumping down. This writing is crap or whatever. But the whole time I'm reading, it's just climbing and climbing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. Oh, my gosh, this is so good. This is so good. And I literally didn't want to stop reading it. So by the end, I was just like, oh, my gosh, you'll never believe what happened. And I was just wanting to tell my husband everything. So, yeah, Yeah, it was a definite five stars. I saw, like, your hype around it. And then, actually, a lot of people have been, like, hyping it up. And I did just swap for a copy. But I'm so excited. I, am, I hope you love it. Yeah, I, I am worried, hesitant. though, I know because you're everyone, like, sometimes they just hype a book too much. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that, I like I said, I don't know if it will actually work for you because it's not a thriller. It is a drama. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I mean, it does have a good plot. It's definitely leans, if I had to say character-driven or plot-driven, mm-hmm. I'd say it's maybe 
60% character driven and 40% plot driven. Okay. So it does have a heavy character development, but I think it's a good balance of it. I, I hope you, oh my gosh, I hope you love it. But I didn't like automatically recommend it because I'm like, ooh, I don't know if she would like, like this one. And plus, like I said, it deals with infertility. It deals with motherhood. It deals with like all of those things. But I'm not I scared. I loved it. <laughs> okay, so the next one, of course, we both are going to be talking about this one. Every Value Break by Peter Swanson. Ah, another 2021 new release that I just could not get enough of. Um, it's sort of funny because I know some readers thought this wasn't so great, but I really enjoyed it. I was hooked right from the start. Um, again, the thing with thrillers, I don't like to read synopsis. You read this before me and you told me, don't read the synopsis. So yeah, I didn't read, I just read what I already knew about it when I put it on my most anticipated right. is basically what I knew going in. And I think that's all you really need to know. Um, because sometimes not that the synopsis like spoils you, like they're not like, you know, Bob killed her. They don't say that mm -hmm. or whatever, but they reveal something that if you don't know going in you're not waiting for it to happen mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and like i don't know it's just some things can come as a shock if you just don't know them so i think that the less you know going into this one the better this goes for readers who read a lot of the same genre in this case thrillers if you go into it trying to figure out things you probably will <laughs> like yeah. if you're sitting here let me figure this out like i never don't, understand you're not why a detective people do that. okay yeah. you're not a detective you're a reader <laughs> you're a reviewer like <laughs> stop trying to do that yeah um and just like with romance like when you know that it's going to end in a happily ever after like they're like oh that's so predictable no that's what romances do like that's 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 what romance is. But it's too. not realistic. Right. <laughs> right. I want to um, read in romances where it actually shows the actual struggles and doesn't because it doesn't always end up in a happy ever after. But I agree with on the thriller part because I don't like when people like are like, "Oh, well I guessed it." And it's like, "Well, why were you trying to? I'm just reading it for like the thrill." Yeah. So I just don't want them to say like, "Oh, it was predictable." Oh, mm -hmm. it was predictable. Well, like there's some things that yeah. I mean, just but just the due to its genre are going to be predictable. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So don't try to get all crazy. Um, my point is go in knowing the bare minimum. And it really boosted my reading experience, and I hope it will for you guys too. The next one I want to talk about is Float Plan by Trish Dollar, which another 2021 new release. And this one was actually recommended to me by my friend Penny. It was not even on my radar for some reason, but she read an early copy and then told me to keep my eye out for it. So when I was in Barnes & Noble one day browsing, I scooped it up. And I devoured the story. Um, it explores grief and learning to take the time you need to grieve because there isn't a time limit to getting over tragedy mm. um, or losing someone that you love. That sounds good. So at the good. very start of the novel, you find out that Anna's fiance, Ben, took his own life. Wow. And it's, it's by suicide. And not only does it have his suicide letter, but it tells you exactly how he committed suicide. So if that's Whoa. triggering, you definitely want to maybe not pick this one up. It's been more than 10 months since the incident. And she wakes up to a notification on her phone reminding her that today is the day that her and Ben have planned to complete this voyage around the Caribbean. And it's one that Ben actually had like put in her phone. Mm -hmm. It was a, you know, a trip they were supposed to take together. So when she wakes up to this notification, she's like, 
screw it. I'm going anyway. So she like goes to the store. She's getting all the supplies and she gets on Ben's boat. Like she doesn't know much about sailing, but Mm -hmm. she's like, I'm going to do this anyway. So she grabs the supplies, hits the deck for her grand adventure, and she knows it's not going to be easy. So she ends up hiring this guy Keen and to help her weather the harder portions of the journey. And it's their love story. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely yeah. <laughs> love it. It's no, it's really not like other. I know, okay. I know. It's not like other romances because number one, he's an amputee, and okay. number two, he is the type of. Um, male love interest that empowers the woman Mm -hmm. rather than like it wasn't like instant he was because she's grieving like she's on this trip to kind of like let go of her grief but like how long does that take is it going to be the whole journey is she going to see Keen and madly fall in love right at the beginning spoiler no she doesn't but (laughs) um, it's just it's such a beautiful love story and it's really more about like her grief and letting go and also me and my husband went on our honeymoon to the Caribbean and we like did a cruise around the Caribbean and stuff Mm -hmm. so when she was stopping in different ports of call and stuff like that and they would like have the food and she'd talk about like what it looked like and what it smelled like and stuff I was like oh I'm on a vacation yeah (laughs) I was loving it so that's all that's it sounds really really good I'm gonna have to look that one up yeah it's it is a good one now there is the predictable thing that happens in romance. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that conflict mm-hmm. at the end. And I was pissed. I was like, why? Why? <laughs> why did you have to put the conflict in here? Yeah. But, so I'm just letting you know, there is that predictable conflict at the end that you're just going to roll your eyes at, but you'll get through it. You'll get through it. Because <laughs> I, I knew, because I knew that, like, that's what I was talking about. Like, I yeah. know that's a predictable thing in romance. Yeah. They get together and everything's great. Yep. And then there's a conflict. Yep. Oh, no. Are they going to make it past it? Of course they are, because it's a romance. So. Yeah. <laughs> Every saw everything is going to be okay. <laughs> now, I did want to mention some honorable mentions. Um, I just finished this book yesterday. They Never Learn by Lainey Fargo. Okay. Whew. My initial, no, this is back to what I was talking about star rating. So my initial rating was five stars. When I finished it, I was like, five stars. And then as I was writing my mini um, Goodreads review, which mm-hmm. I'll tell you my Goodreads review in a minute because it's very short. Um, I was like, oh, maybe it's not five stars because I wasn't like jumping up and down like, oh my gosh, it's not. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to lower it to four. That means mm-hmm. it's a four. It's mm-hmm. a four. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as I put four, I was like, no, but it's really a five though. <laughs> <laughs> so I raised it back up to a five. So it's either, it's between a four and a five. Like mm-hmm. it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, and this is another one that I believe that the less you know going in, um, the more that you'll enjoy it. So my Goodreads review reads, trigger warning, content warning, rape, physical and sexual assault, and victim blaming, dual POV, set on a college campus, female serial killer. Done. <laughs> like that's all you need to know going in. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Loved it. Okay. And then um, my other... I have two other like honorable mentions. I'll mention them quickly. Actor Age Eve Brown by Talia Hibbert. I was reading that, currently reading that in one of our um, episodes recently. I finished it. I rated it five stars. I really, really enjoyed it. I do like the other two more. I think Get a Life Chloe Brown is my favorite of the trilogy, but I love all of them. Love all of the sisters. Didn't want the trilogy to end, but it did. 
And then my last honorable mention is A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson, which came out in 2019. Um, and I just thought it was, it's a YA mystery thriller. Mm -hmm. And I really, really enjoyed it. I did listen to the audio and read along physically, which I thought just like boosted the reading yeah, experience. Yeah, that one has a good so, audiobook. Yeah, so I recommend you doing both. Like do that for the full experience. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so mine that I have, the first one, it was actually my first read of the year, is Member of the Family by Diane Lake. And this is a memoir. Um, it's about one of the girls that was part of Charles Manson's cult. And so it talks about her story before she met Charles Manson a little bit, like how she kind of grew up with her parents and just all the drugs that were in the 60s. And then she met Charles when she was 14. And then by the time she was 16, she was helping, like, put him in jail. And she was not one of the ones that committed any of the murders, so she actually, like, was not, you know, committed guilty for any of that or convicted guilty for any of that. Um, but telling her story, and she even has pictures. I love the memoirs that include pictures in the books. Yes. Like, they're just so great. And she's a lot older now, obviously. Um, and so, like, her life is definitely better and changed. And she talks about... Um, details of you know what it's like to be in a cult when you don't realize you're in a cult and what makes you follow that person and it was very very good and definitely not something I would have thought that I would have liked uh, actually we mentioned Penny and Penny's actually the one that recommended this to me and was like hey like I know that you've been reading more cults and liking some memoirs and stuff she was like you need to read this one and it was exactly perfect for me like I loved it a lot so that one's definitely a good one if you like very dark things like that obviously then from our friend jesse she had actually like recommended the perfect child by listening to barry and if you've read baby teeth then you definitely want to read the perfect child it's like so much better because i did not like baby teeth so i was definitely worried going into this one but it ended up being four and a half stars i didn't rate it a full five um but there is going to be a part two coming out like i think oh. that they yeah they announced that i think she's writing part two right now oh wow yeah so i'm curious to see like what that's going to be like um but this one is kind of like a like it's a naughty child and where the husband doesn't believe the wife and the wife is like you know is she going crazy is she not going crazy like what's actually happening you're gonna like the push <laughs> okay like okay um yeah so that one was really good uh, that's great I can't wait I want to read the push like this month so I'm hoping to get to that okay. soon yeah and then um I really liked Grown by Tiffany G. Jackson now this is actually not a five star um but I still wanted to mention it it was a four star and I since I'm not finished with Monday's not coming and I don't know if it's gonna be like four or five mm -hmm. I did want to mention grown because I still think about this book the reason that like I didn't rate it a five star is because there were pro you know problematic things and so even though I'm still thinking about it because it's like Sometimes I give a book five stars because I just can't get it out of my head. Um, but this one did have a little bit of problematic things. But if you want to hear like full review, we actually have a whole book discussion um, here on the podcast. And we'll put the link to that episode in the show notes because we went really in depth for it. Like there was a yeah, lot to talk Jessie about. And was on that episode. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, I really like that one because again, it kind of talks about like... <sighs> Not, I mean, well, I mean, I guess it is kind of like rape culture, and mm -hmm. then just uh, oh, I can't think of how that is, um, like 
groomed almost like grooming is mm-hmm. that what it's called yeah something like that yeah like so. grooming rape culture me too movement mm-hmm. all that stuff and it's ya so yeah and then I have, there's like two more memoirs I have to talk about. I have three memoirs <laughs> on this. Fine. Like, that's fine. Yeah. So Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. I know I've talked about that on the podcast before because, oh my gosh, his voice, <laughs> the audiobook, you got to listen to it. I mean, like, even though the content of it wasn't something that was just like, you know, oh, the most astonishing thing I've ever read about. It was just the way that he tells stories and you know, things that I learned about his life and stuff. And it's kind of like part self-help, but I loved it. And I know plenty of people have loved it too. Um, There was so many people that were liking it even before I picked it up, but that's definitely one. If you need like something easy to read, it was just so easy to listen to. It was, it was great. It was like, you know, friends was just telling you stories. I loved it. Nice. Yeah. And then I picked up All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson, and this was definitely a five-star read. So this is YA as well. I'm surprised at some of the young adult books I've been reading this year, but it's a young adult memoir, and it, it talks about black culture, queer culture. It's about George M. Johnson, who is black and queer, and he tells you his whole entire story of what it's like growing up like that, how people treat you. And he is very honest and blunt. And he even says in the beginning, I listened to the audiobook for this one too. It's very good. But he says in the beginning, he's like, I understand that a lot of these concepts are very dark for young adults, but he's like, this happened to me as a child. This happened to me as a young adult. Young adult. So he f- felt it was very important to share his story for other kids that are going through things like this. So I love that. Yeah, it's very good. Um, and then Every Value Break by Peter Swanson. Loved it. Five-star thriller. One of my favorite thrillers of the year. Um, very, like, thrilling in my opinion. Like we talked about, didn't read the synopsis. And so I just really didn't even know what I was getting myself into when I was reading it. And I was like, whoo, what's happening? Oh my gosh, what's happening? It also has, I can't tell you the themes but if you know me and you know the underlying themes and like subject matters that I like it has a lot of those in it um so there's like some stalking and I love I'm very unpopular opinion number one I love domestic thrillers I love like love triangles and cheating and Mm -hmm. infidelity I know some people like despise that I personally love it and it was done super well in this book loved it um and then my last one which is pretty funny because I did a reading vlog for this one this is the perfect marriage by Geneva Rose and this was for one of my reading recommendations someone had recommended it to me my friend Taylor and when I was reading it it was very good and then at the end I was like I don't know what to rate it I think I'm gonna do like four star but then I was talking about it in my vlog and I was like but actually it was like really really good like I think it's a five star it's really good but I still have like this like underlying like you know I I don't think I liked that I rated it five stars so I think I'm gonna do the four and the half four and a half which like I do I'm not opposed to four and a half stars but there was just like it was definitely better than a four because like when I'm talking about it I'm like gosh this deserves more than a four but then after I'm like okay I'm gonna give it five I'm gonna give it five but I could definitely see myself not remembering what this one is about in the future which Mm -hmm. is why I don't think it need like it deserves the full five stars Mm -hmm. that's true because I could because like just thinking about it like I read it too yeah (laughs) and I'm like 
What is it about again? (laughs) Yeah, so this one is about um, where the wife is like a lawyer and her husband has an affair, which, you know, I love the infidelity, (laughs) Um, but has an affair with this other lady because his wife is like really busy and she doesn't want kids at the moment. So I was like, oh my gosh, I hated this guy so much. He's like one of the worst husbands of all time in a book. If you want to hate a guy, read this book because (laughs) he was, oh my gosh. So he was like, well, I'm just going to cheat because like my wife like doesn't care about me. And I was like, no, you are, no, you're an adult. (laughs) But anyway, so the girl that he's cheating with ends up murdered and he's the prime suspect so his wife is like oh i'll be your lawyer and i was like what what is wrong with you girl (laughs) and that's what everybody in the book was like they were like what yeah (laughs) so it it actually like the end i was actually really impressed with the ending i know that some people didn't like the way that ended which is why they like dropped i liked it or so but i thought that it was done very well and so the like it is a very good book the only reason is i think it could definitely be forgotten about mm-hmm. in future years because it's not yeah. as memorable as some others right even though the reading experience is great yeah, yeah. you'll love it when you read it right. might forget it a little bit later right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's all about for me that's what i have that's what i have <laughs> looking ahead you were in town helping out your sister last mm-hmm. week and i managed to spend a couple hours with you which was so mm-hmm. much fun we went to one of my favorite bookstores the book exchange mm-hmm. and i honestly can't wait until you come back because i want to go to the other location and yes. i'm hoping the one right down the street from me will be open too that would be really good mm-hmm. um so looking at my schedule like this week i really don't have much going on this week or next week like i have a few couple things but nothing major mm-hmm. so i'm hoping to just sit outside in the sun and read 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 because i'm in one of those reading moods that we were talking about Mm -hmm. where you just want to read all of the things um but even more exciting is my library is finally open for business and i i went on the website um this morning because jacqueline and i had a live show with jesse um on friday and a bunch of people were like recommend we were recommending books to people Mm -hmm. and they were recommending books to us and I was looking, oh, are any of these at my library? So I know. And then I was like, oh, I think they're open because I was able to like put things on hold again Mm -hmm. because it was open for curbside, but then they even shut down for curbside again. So you couldn't request or do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, oh, I can request these now. And then I was like, I think they're open because they didn't have the little COVID Mm -hmm. thing at the top that says like, oh, we're not open only for curbside. I was like, I think they're open. So they were open. I put 12 books on hold (laughs) and then like a little bit later they um emailed me and said hey we have these eight right now like you can come pick them up or whatever so i did and oh my gosh i went there and i was browsing the stacks and it was so so great just to be i mean there was hardly like anybody there i think like one woman and like two kids went in like ahead of me but like when i was in like wandering the stacks like nobody was around there was like one lady studying or doing something on her laptop with headphones on and one librarian and like nobody else was around it was just i was like oh my gosh i know what this so i literally brought home so many books and i mean i'm definitely not going to be reading all of them i already know that but at least i can like try a chapter or read a couple pages to get a taste if i like the writing or not and then i know oh if i don't get to it check it out again or whatever like that but i'm just oh i'm so excited yeah and it's actually been a really good day for me it's raining outside today or it was it's kind of 
the sun's come out now, but it was raining earlier today and I posted our first reel on our podcast Instagram where I did some rainy day book recommendations and that was a lot of fun. And so I was doing the reel for that and I was like in our bedroom and we have like a sliding glass door there and my husband's looking outside and he's like, what is that? And I'm like, what? And he's like in the corner, like over there. It was baby ducks. They were stuck in our backyard. And I had to go out, and it's raining, you know? So I had to like run out in the rain and like help them out of our backyard. And the mama duck and like four other ducklings were out there and they were just screeching the whole time. They did not want me to help those baby ducks. (laughs) But we have this mesh on our fence so our dog can't get out. Mm -hmm. And they can get their little heads and their little beaks stuck and like Mm -hmm. actually hurt themselves really bad mm-hmm. so I had to like go out there it's pouring rain and I'm like lifting up the mesh That's so they can hilarious. go out or whatever it was so much it's fun cute. I was like did I just save some baby, baby ducks <laughs> yes I did so going That's to the library cute. for the first time in like over a year saving baby ducks recording the podcast I'm having a great day yeah, yeah you are so um I don't have so I'm on on spring break actually right now and I don't really have like a lot of plans just kind of like catching up with stuff like that's your whole plan yeah. is catching up <laughs> is catching up yeah so I mean I would love to be able to like read some books and yeah. maybe play a little bit of Animal Crossing but I don't know today is already Monday and I have to work on Friday so it's like I feel like it just goes by it's, it's already I over. get nothing done yeah yeah so I don't know I'm just like really looking for because I'll be going back but then I think I only have like four weeks left after that five weeks maybe yeah. um so it'll be close like I mean I'll get through it and then it'll be summer and I'll have lots of lots that of time that was always my favorite part with teaching is like spring break because then you go back and it like flies by yeah. after that yeah because it's like just very tiny amounts left and I'm like I can yeah. do that that's like you know a couple schedules you know I can do that <laughs> <laughs> I can do that give me a couple give me my both of my schedules give me all my schedules now. right now I just need them all <laughs> all five <laughs> Yeah, your boss would love that. Yeah, I know, I know. I know. So yeah, but I can't wait because also my birthday is next month, so I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, getting close, gonna be twenty. I can't believe it's literally next month. Yeah, I just. Yep. Oh my! I remember your birthday last year. I know. So it's like what it's happens a full in a year, year ago. I know. It's so oh crazy. Oh my yeah. goodness, that is crazy. But yeah, I'm just ex- I'm I'm just like so ready for like a real break and to just have time to like breathe and do nothing <laughs> like that's that all i want to nice. do is like do <laughs> i just want to breathe nothing. and do nothing you need to make a shirt breathe, breathe and, do, and nothing. do nothing my the goal ultimate. in life <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh so goodness. but i'm actually coming to visit you may yes in may again like six seventh eighth i'll be visiting my sister again so i'll get to see you a little and then bit. maybe in june i'm coming to visit you oh yeah we gotta do cocktail night it's yes. gonna happen it's gonna happen i'm so excited <laughs> Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Talk Bookish to Me. We believe it's important to check in with your goals periodically. And today we were able to do just that. For more shenanigans from us, follow us on Instagram at Talk Bookish Podcast. And remember, we'd appreciate it if you could subscribe, share, and leave reviews of Talk Bookish to Me. Until next time, happy reading. Mm-hmm.